Now, almost half of job seekers say they're coming up against diversity barriers in the job market. This is according to Randstad Research. They say the barriers include language, ethnicity, gender identity, impairments and sexual orientation. I'll give me a break. 28% of male candidates reckon this is why they didn't get the job. 22% of women, more than a quarter of us apparently, would rather be out of work than be employed by an organisation whose values don't align with our own. Max Whitehead at the Whitehead Group, employment law specialist, to talk this one over. Morning, Max. Good morning. It's alarming when you see figures like this that's saying there's a lot of discrimination going on in our, uh, in our workplace. If you know what, true. Sam, I'm really suspicious because is this really uh, like people's opinion or a perspective over actual yeah. fact? Well, good on you, because I was tempted to call bullshit on, on this one. And I'm wondering if, uh, you know, sour grapes might actually have a bit more to do with it in some of these cases. Uh, you know, these are people saying, oh, this is why I can't get a job, isn't it? Aren't they? I think that's exactly the reason, because if you don't, if you miss out on a job, it's never you. It's never. It's, you couldn't, couldn't put any blame on yourself. So it's a matter of these people discriminating me because I'm a little bit, you know, I don't fit the mould as normal. Um, and look, that's farthest away from the truth. In the last, what, three years, employers are absolutely desperate for workers. And look, if somebody's a, a different colour, speaks a different language and whatever, but can do the job, have the skills, man, they would bend over backwards to get them in place. So I'm really a bit sceptical. This does feed into giving these, um, the people that undertook the survey uh, a high perspective. But um, mm. the facts are that I'm actually a little bit suspicious of this for sure. I can't understand how anybody would say a language barrier would be an issue. I mean, if you if you can't speak English, you shouldn't be here for a start. You know, as far as immigration legislation is concerned, you should be able to speak English. So a language barrier just can't buy it. Uh, the idea as well that people would rather not have a job than work for an outfit that doesn't align with their values. I mean, who dreams this stuff up? Yes, exactly. Look, uh, look, and even language factors, um, employers have, have employed lots of people that uh, have very little English, but their skills are outstanding. You know, like the behind the scene workers, certainly you wouldn't put them up in a retail area. Um, but certainly the uh, in the background, they're absolutely gold because they bring to New Zealand some skills that we don't actually have. And so I, I, I'm like myself a little sceptical over this, but you know, the facts are there is, um, I think there's a real perception out there of persecution. You know, I think some of the particularly younger ones feel that, um, you know, I've been persecuted against and that's, I deserve, you know, a better treatment than that, yeah. which, you know, admittedly they do. And employers, they've got to have this, um, this, this policy in place that they're diverse. But the reality is, you know, there is subconscious um, bias goes on from time to time and it does occur. You know, um, sometimes it's better to have someone who hasn't got a slight accent to perhaps having somebody who speaks very, very well, very well in English. Okay. But um, does that make them the better worker? We, well, who knows? So as an employer, how do I avoid getting into trouble with, uh, over that kind of an accusation? Well, I have a policy is a good start. But the other factor is um, <laughs> most employers will never tell you the truth why they, they didn't employ you. So, um, and that's where people have these perceptions. So employers pick your words very carefully. I, I recall being in the media long, many, many years ago for an employer that uh, openly said, look, I didn't employ because we had enough women in the workplace and I wanted, uh, I wanted oh. a gender neutral. 
So um, <laughs> he said he said this publicly as well, and of course, oh, no. bingo, he got prosecuted. But I'll bet. you know, the idea is to be very careful, isn't it, Tim? I really appreciate your uh, expertise as well. Three point nine uh, yesterday. Do, do you think that's roughly where it is? Um, unemployment. What, 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 Unemployment, yes, I think it is roughly at that thing, and I actually think it's going to go up. A lot of us smaller, smaller employers sure. particularly are going through hardships, so we're going to see that figure rise in my view. Um, look, I don't know why these big economists are saying, look, oh, isn't things exciting for the future? I really am a little bit concerned, and that's what it feels like on the ground floor. People aren't spending, they're being very careful, and that means less jobs. Grateful for your time. Have a good day. Max Whitehead, Employment Law Specialist at the Whitehead Group. For more from Early Edition with Kate Hawksby, listen live to News Talk ZB from 5am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.